Good morning. <laughs> we thank God for bringing us today again. May God's name be praised. This topic is for yesterday, but yesterday was so filled with activities. And uh, when I finally said I should do it in the night, oh my God, I was so overwhelmed like God. <laughs> This topic is a very sensitive topic. I want to say the right things. I don't want to mislead people. I don't want... You know, I was just thinking so much that... Uh, I was I was feeling too weak and unprepared for it. So, but this morning, the Lord has finally strengthened me. And I know that by God's grace, I'm only going to say those right things... That is the will of God in Jesus' name. And today, again, we have another topic. And by God's grace, we will still have today's topic. Because the promise is daily podcast. So sometimes I might get so overwhelmed with the topic, like yesterday's topic, that um, I had to wait on the Lord so much for strength to say it. But all the same. We will not miss the date by God's grace. We will not miss the daily podcast in Jesus' name. <sighs> Amen. Uh, before we go into the talking, talking, let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us again. It's by your grace that we are alive and we woke up to the land of the living. Please, God, accept our praises and our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, as we come before you this morning, to learn at your feet, please teach us, give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, give us insight, give us grace to see what you want us to see. Please speak through me, Lord, because this is a very, very sensitive topic. I don't want to say words of my own. I don't want to say things that will mislead anybody. I don't want to say things that will... Uh, that people will follow and then regret it, please, I just need your wisdom and your spirit to take charge of me, to take over me, to take over my words. At the end of this podcast, let our glory return to you. And let everyone that will listen to this, let them be blessed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. The topic is, what is God's purpose for marriage? <laughs> God, please take control. I want to only say your words. Please help me. We say it the second time, what is God's purpose for marriage? And the third time, what is God's purpose for marriage? You see, as I mentioned, it, it sounds deep in your ears too, Ari. <laughs> Like it sounded in my in my heart as I just finished saying the third one. It's very deep. People don't know. When the purpose of a thing is not known, then it becomes abused. Some people think, oh, the purpose of marriage is just to appear to be married. The purpose of marriage is just to say, ah, I'm not single. I'm married, especially from some men. They don't know what they are supposed to be doing in the marriage. They just want it to be like I'm married. 
They put wife in the house. They are doing all sorts of things outside the marriage. But they can boast, I'm married, I'm not single. I'm married, I'm not single. Some people think it's, it's for that. Just to prove that they are married. Just to prove that statement, I'm married. But the Bible says, let all men be false and God be true. Meaning only God can reveal the the real reason behind everything for us, including marriage, because it was created by God. Let's go to that Genesis chapter 1 to see where God instituted marriage. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 and 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. That is to tell you, now, first of all, the real reason God created the institution of marriage is for two people, like male and female, not male and male, not female and female. They said some, some organizations are joining male and male together, female and female together. Can you see it's totally against the word of God? The Bible said it is male and female that are blessed. To be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fall of the and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So one of the reasons God instituted marriage is for two people to come together to fulfill this command of God of being fruitful, of multiplying, of replenishing the earth and subduing it and have dominion over the which means one of the purpose of God for marriage is two people that are active, two people that are doing something together, that are multiplying, that are fruitful, that are that are uh, having dominion, that are subduing the earth, that are that are doing something. Like this ministry that God has given me, of speaking the truth of the word of God, is subduing the earth, right? It's taking dominion, right? So it's like my partner also should be someone who is interested in, in something like this. Then we come together and we subdue the earth together. Are you seeing it? Two that are coming together to do something for the Lord. To do something of fruitfulness, of multiplying, of replenishing, of subduing it, of having dominion. said over every living thing that moveth upon the earth having dominion you understand so those are the, that is the purpose of marriage you know there was a time a guy was telling me and eh, why will you why, why why will i be interested in a woman that behaves like a man and i'm like and i'm not thinking in my mind a man 
a woman that behaves like a man. And what does it mean by a woman that behaves like a man? It means a woman that has sense, a woman that has brain. You want to sleep with her without, um, by promising her, I will give you money, I will give you food, I will give you everything. Then she doesn't think. She just fall for you and sleep with you. Then the next day, you send her out of the house. But that one that will say, ah, why will you sleep with me? We are not married now. You see that one as being a man because she has sense, because she's thinking. You understand? And <laughs> around that time, I was really, really having that, um, should I call it backlash? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Like a lot of guys were really, really making me to feel like I was doing the wrong thing for being sensible. You understand? But later on, it came to my mind that <laughs> this is the purpose of marriage. It's for two people that are thinking like they are in, in the form of male and female. You understand? So if you see a woman before you now, you will say because she's thinking like, like a man, because she has sense, because she will not allow you to mess her up, she will not allow you to use her and dump her. So she stops being a woman because of that, right? Of course, it's not correct. It's not correct. What God is saying is that this woman, no, I give her sense. You, man, no, I give you sense. The two of you, the sense, bring it together and multiply. You understand? So first of all, that is to tell you that if you are the type that you just sleep with woman, sleep with woman, like uh, doing random, searching random sleeping, random sleeping with woman, random sleeping with woman, then the one that now gave birth for you is the one you now decided to marry. You are not correct. You are not, you don't even know the purpose of marriage. Some people don't know the purpose of marriage. Their reason is uh, somebody that can have good sex for them. Somebody that can that can satisfy them on bed. That's their own reason for marriage. You understand? Somebody that when they see a nyash, the nyash is nyashing, is shaking. That's the one that they see as as a marriage partner. No, you are missing it. Marriage has to be somebody that is in, is in form of a female, if you are a male. You understand? You join with that female that also has sense to multiply. But by the time you both come together, the multiplication will be larger. You understand? You both subdue together. You are doing something for the Lord together. You are fulfilling your divine assignment together. You understand? Your union is, is subduing the earth. You are bringing everything that is not of the Lord under the authority of the Lord. You understand? So... I think we have done with that line. So let's go to another uh, reason. Or let me see another Bible passage that is talking about the reason or God's purpose for marriage. You understand? God's purpose is for two people to be together and do the will of God and subdue the earth. Another one, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 to 12. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he had not another to help him. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. 
and a threshold called is not quickly broken. So you see in this passage, you also have God's reasons, God's purpose for marriage. He said two are better than one. And <laughs> when they say two are better than one, it's not just two that, uh, that they are not doing anything together. Like one vision that God showed me some time ago. The man was just struggling with his divine assignment alone. He, the wife or the woman that he calls his wife was just sitting afar off. He doesn't understand this assignment. God didn't design it that after you are married, you should still be struggling with your divine purpose without that person able to help you. You understand? A lot of women, you just sleep with women, sleep with women, then the one that, that your spirit clicked to marry, or maybe the one that is so adamant, so strong, so troublesome, that no, you must marry me by force. So that's the one that, that you will not eventually marry. You will not say, ah, she loves me so much. No, you have even missed it. That's why you have to control your sexual urge so that you can be able to reason and think and pick with the, because of the rightful reasons. You understand? You are not picking because of, of someone you are sleeping with or because uh, you don't get your sight blinded and you don't get your judgment perverted. You understand? That's God's purpose. You can think, does this person have what it takes to to go on this journey with me? You understand. And how do you see all these things? It's by being sexually pure. It's by keeping your body, keeping your body from, from sleeping together before the marriage. You will be able to see clearly. Relationship without sex makes you to see clearly. It makes you to see who this person is. So that's it. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So he said two are better than one. It means when you get married, God doesn't want you to struggle alone. And if it is the woman, God doesn't want the woman to struggle alone. God has purpose for the both of you. You understand? He said a threshold of a threshold is not easily broken. That is, threshold is like a cord that is three. You understand? Three cord. You know when it's one. Like you are, you are binding it, you are you are braiding it, you understand? Cannot easily be broken. You get. So, that's it. It means that you are stronger together when you come together. So, don't just get married to somebody who has no vision, who has no ambitions, who all she cares about is makeup and, and hair. And many of you, that is what you are getting married to. And the reason why you are doing that is because you are not inclined to the Spirit of God. You understand? Somebody that all she cares about is makeup. Just, all she cares about is wig. Just bring money. Let me go and buy wig. That's all. You understand? They don't care if you if you have a goal. They don't care if you have assignment. They, don't, they can't even help in anything that you are doing. They just sit afar over and watch you struggle alone. That is not God's purpose for marriage. God is saying that before you even go into marriage, you have to pray. God, please, who, who am I to get married to? Open my understanding. Let me be. Then when you have these prayers and this understanding of God's reasons, you will be looking out for these qualities in any woman you meet, if you are the man. And if you are the woman, you'll be looking out for these qualities. Somebody like me and I already have divine assignment. You know, God specifically warned me that you can't get married to somebody that will will not allow you to move forward in your marriage, in your assignment. You understand? 
because my assignment is stronger than marriage is stronger than uh, a missus so you must get married to somebody that will make it be fulfilled that will increase it that will multiply it not somebody that will just uh stop it you understand and god showed me those two um types of of men one will make you unable to fulfill the destiny then another one will, will be supportive you will be with this person and your life is progressing that is the will of god you understand and sometimes you get to situations as a woman you'll be like can i even find somebody like that you will you will you just have to wait for god's plan for you if you have been the type that you understand the mind of god in everything trust me it will come true for you too when it comes to that your marriage you will it will lead that person to you you will see it you will see those qualities before you go into the marriage so may god help us he said two are better than one it means god's purpose is that when you get married you are no longer struggling if you have been struggling before now two of you are doing it together you know you get weak sometimes that person is lifting your hand up so that means if you are it's not that you will now force a woman to to come and be doing what you are doing it means you have to choose somebody that is already interested in what you are doing as a woman you are already choosing somebody a man that is interested in what you are doing as a man you are choosing somebody who is already interested in what you are doing or maybe our assignment is is aligned then both of you can join the two together and and bring out greatness that is the purpose of god for marriage and that is and we can see that those people that have marriages like that they have a perfect marriage you understand they have a good marriage let me use good because some people always say there's no perfect marriage but there is perfect marriage you are just saying that to to make to console yourself because of your wrong wrong choice there is perfect marriage when your marriage is is doing the will of god you are you already understand each other you already know when your wife say a you already understand what that a means is that not a perfect marriage or do you think there are no marriages like that there are but because most of you may you don't take your time to check the the godly reasons for marriage it's your sex you are after thinking that is all that god asks for you in life you understand so you will you will make mistakes because of that you will think oh i think this woman loves me because she cooks for you because she cleans for you, you think oh that is love that is marriage she's the right woman no you are missing a lot of points that's not god's purpose so may god help us may god teach us in jesus name amen let's go to this other passage that is in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30 it says how should one chase a thousand and two put thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except the rock has sold them and the Lord has shut them up. Are you understanding this passage now? You know, before I even used to think it's one we chase a thousand, two we chase ten thousand. That is there. <laughs> but today, when I checked it in Google, in Google, that I saw that it is, it is like a question: How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? Except the Lord has sold them, and the Lord has shut them up. 
You understand? So what is this saying? It's saying that one of God's purpose for marriage is for both of you to be able to chase ten thousands. When the man is doing it all alone, or when the woman is doing it all alone, that person is chasing one thousand. Like what I'm doing now, I'm able to chase one thousand. And when I come together with my man, we should together be able to chase ten thousands. It means it should increase. If your marriage, if your purpose for your going into marriage is not to increase, is not to multiply, is not to subdue the earth, you are not, you are not doing the will of God. That's the reason. That's just what this Bible passage is saying. You are not doing the will of God. It means you, you, you are just, and that's why you see all these divorce, divorce, because they are not on on divine assignments together. You understand? Because I, I don't really get the concept of how a lot of people get married or choose partner. You just see somebody that you are physically attracted to. The next moment you are ready in each other's bed. Next moment you are calling it relationship. You are calling it love. You are calling it marriage. You understand? You don't even care to find out what is God's purpose. You understand? When you do things in God's purpose or when you do things because of God's purpose, you will not regret it. You will not make mistakes. You understand? You will not feel hurt. You will not hurt the other person. You will not hurt somebody else. You get. So may God help us. May God help us. So there's another one, another passage that I have also written down. That is in Malachi chapter 2. Hmm. Malachi. Sorry, <laughs> you know what happened was I was, I overopened it, <laughs> so I, I don't know, I was thinking it's still behind, 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 not knowing that, it's forward, forward. So Malachi chapter 2 verse 14 to 16, let's read. It says, yet ye say, whereof, because the Lord had been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, against whom thou hast dealt treacherously, yet is she thy companion and the wife of thy con- covenant and did not he make one yet had he the residue of the spirit and wherefore one that he might seek a godly seed therefore take it to your spirit and let none deal treacherously against the wife of his youth for the lord the god of israel see that he hated putting away for one covereth violence with his garment, said the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take it to your spirit, that he deal not treacherously. God give us wisdom to, to speak his words in this passage. Amen. I had to pray that prayer because it's, it's confusing. Or let me say, I don't want to say it's confusing, but I want to say that it's sensitive, you understand. God says he hates putting away. Oh God, please help me. <laughs> it looks so big for me to say. Please come and help me. Come and teach me. Okay, let's start from that verse. Uh verse is there not fifteen? From that verse fifteen, it said that he might seek a godly seed. 
you understand so one of god's purpose for marriage is for you to raise kids in the marriage is for you to raise kids in that settled home is for you to raise kids in a home these children they are they are innocent god didn't intend that you should just give birth to children anyhow and allow them to be friendly for themselves without true love and to nurture them without ah, no 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 this is not the will of god this is not the will of god man god didn't put you in the world to just be sharing babies up and down without a home and remember in that place you said is it not just one which means it's only one that god is giving you you understand god didn't intend that you should join your bodies to so many people he just wanted to be just one person one person you know i i check google and i see that they explain this passage they said in that in that passage the israelites the men they were they were acting wickedly when we say treacherously it means you are the men are being wicked with their wives just to go and marry pagan women just like we see today the men that their their love is is physical is about what the woman is putting on or what she has on her face or on her head all the fingernails you know they have been attracted to all those things living the real reason of marriage that woman that is perfect match for their destiny they will leave that one and follow after the one that that is holy sex he can offer them you understand and it will destroy them so god is saying don't deal with this woman treasures god didn't plan it that because these women are godly they know the word of god they know that if you leave them they can't they can't just go about start sleeping with different men like you boys will do you understand because they are godly and they want to do the will of god so god is saying i didn't i didn't want you to i don't want you to be dealing treacherously with this woman it's not my purpose for you to be doing that you understand is she's the wife of your youth don't leave her don't divorce her then god has said i hate divorce i created this institution of marriage for godly children to be raised in this home you understand so which means as a man you must be man enough you must know the will of god that's why god says you are the head we will still talk about that topic because many people don't know what being the head means it just means it's just uh, tied to you just say i'm the head of this family i'm the head of this family many people many of you are just calling yourself head of the family but you are not doing what head of the family is doing or maybe because you don't know what you are supposed to be doing so may god teach us to know in the name of jesus so as i was saying one of god's purpose is so that godly children can be raised in this home children that that will do the will of god you understand you will train them in the way of the lord it's not for you to just born children outside marriage and and allow them to just be growing up by themselves with pain and suffering and believing that men are evil because some of these men you know they they after promising that woman don't worry you are everything for me you are all my life you are all my love you understand then the woman agrees to it and then they are married now and then the man won't they suddenly start doing another thing against another thing that is totally opposite of all that he has promised this woman you know that those children in that marriage they will be like ah no 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 men are evil you know even when they see any man promising them Eh uh, don't worry I will do this for you. They will like ah 
No, I have an experience. So I have a father in the house that promised my mom all these things that you are seeing and he still left. You understand? You are you are you are hurting this with these children. You are making them to you understand. Though it's it's good to have wisdom. What I'm trying to say is that in one way or the other you have damaged these children also. And it's not the will of God. God didn't intend that you should damage these kids. You understand? God wants women to be fully involved in your marriage, fully involved in your home. Don't leave all the training of the children to the wife alone. Don't be the type that you only come home to sleep, eat, and go out. It's only the woman that will cook, that will clean, that will take care of kids. That No, no, no. Don't be that kind of man. Be fully committed in the marriage. Let your marriage be your f- number one job as a man. I'm telling you how you can have a good marriage. You understand? Because some of you will say, is it not the woman's duty? Is it not the woman's duty? If you want to have a marriage that is peaceful, you want to have a marriage that is working, that is on, on God's purpose assignment, you have to be involved in the marriage. Don't leave everything in the home for the woman alone. Be the type that when you come home, you are you are attending to your kids if they have any need do it for them don't always don't push your children to go and meet your mom you understand that's what some men will do the man the man the, the the child let's say they are still toddlers the child is needs his napkin to be changed you say go and meet your mom every time go and meet your mom you also are trying to say is that um it's only this woman that is in the marriage so you you can go outside and be chasing small small girls that's not god's purpose for marriage God's purpose wants you to be involved. God's purpose wants you that that wants it that when this woman comes into your home, if all her burden has been so heavy before, it gets lightened. Some of you may think it's only in giving her money that you are lightening her burden. No. Everything that you are doing in the marriage, is it your divine assignment? Is it your, your cooking, cleaning, uh, taking care of children? You are doing it together. You understand? And another thing is that marriage is not just to give birth to children alone. Although one of God's purposes is for godly children to be raised in the home. For both of you to do the things of God together. You understand? So if if you are both that you want to uh, be tattooing your bodies and be destroying your bodies and be calling demons to yourself. And you know, God is saying that I don't even see that marriage. That's not my purpose for marriage. God's purpose is people that we do the will of God together. You understand? Not people that will be will be serving demons and idols together. It's not God's will. I'm just telling you those marriages that come from God. Those those type of marriage. What does it mean? When God says, This marriage is for me. This marriage is fulfilling my purpose. So that's it. That's a marriage that fulfills God's purpose. May God help us to have it. May God teach us. Then I wanted to say something about that divorce issue because a lot of people make mistakes in marriage, in their choices already. But I want to tell you that, first of all, God, you know there was a place in the Bible say, um, in the beginning it was not so. You understand? And what they were they saying in that place that men putting away their wives because it got to a time that they were acting so deadly to these women that they would treat them so bad that ha, these women will almost die. You understand? So the Moses now says that okay, you people can divorce now, but the, that passage of the Bible now says from the beginning it was also which means God didn't plan it that 
you're going to marry then after that you want to divorce you want to leave this woman because you see another woman with big yash because you see another woman that, that has fake eyelashes it's not god's will and that's why you mean you have to use your authority of protecting yourself your authority of saying no to sex that is not with your wife you understand so it's it's even cut across when you are still single you must know how to keep yourself for your wife not sleeping with every girl that is not your wife before you you even get your wife even before you get married that woman is not yet your wife she's still uh, intended to be woman intended to be your wife woman so by the time you are able to control yourself like that you will, you will be on the right side you will be able to pick the rightful woman for the journey you understand and you, that's the, that your that purpose will continually be on your mind that this is the will of god for me because i prayed to have this woman it's not it, i didn't choose her based on how my friends that are ungodly are choosing wives so may god help us may god teach us may god guide us through so he says it's not even god's will that there should be divorce before he say god hates putting away god hates it when you for for flimsy reasons you just want this woman to leave you say hey, when i married you your breast was standing now your breast has come flat it's looking down you know that was that was a very flimsy reason because if you left this woman single she her breast will still be standing as strong as everything you understand it's because she got married to you and she has kids now that's why everything is coming down then you you now say i don't want her again that's why the Lord told us men. He said, that is the wife of your youth. You can't just say, eh, she, she is older now. I can't marry her. No, you are making mistakes. You are the one that used that like that. Go and see ladies that decide to be single um, or get out of abusive and toxic marriage. Go and see how shiny they are, they are on the internet. That is to tell you that most of how women get hold and get their bodies used is caused by women. You make them do everything in the home. Please, I want to beg you, men, don't leave all the activities of the home to the woman. It's not it's not right. You will have a woman that is that is drained. You will have a woman that her body is getting weaker and weaker. You have a woman that all her body is not in the perfect shape anymore. And that's not God's purpose. God wants you to be involved in that marriage. God wants you to do things together to help this woman always. The Bible called the marriage helpers of each other. You understand? It's not just the woman doing everything in the marriage and you are just there. You are just, ah, thank God for this marriage. You ah, thank God. No. It's for both of you to be involved. She's she's trying to make life easy for you. You are also making life easier for her in every aspect. Not just to give her money alone. No. And that's why you have to Sometimes as a woman, make sure you are you are fully ready to get married. You know what you want in life. So that means to say that if as 20s, you still don't know what you are supposed to be doing in life, it means you are not ready for marriage. You should know what you are supposed to do in life so that you'll be able to pick the man that is agreeing with that purpose. So you are not just picking because um, because we slept together yesterday. Go and, go and ask a lot of elderly people that have gotten married because of these reasons. Many of them are regretting it. I watched a video of a woman online some time ago. She said she regretted it that she got married to that man because 
he got pregnant. She was in her twenties, you know. She was not mature. She doesn't even know her divine purpose yet. But later she saw that I can't continue to deal with this wickedness. Then later in the marriage she saw that oh my god, I I she saw that she got married for the wrong reasons. You understand? So so what I'm trying to point out here is that truly God hates divorce. But many of you are here getting married for the wrong purposes. You understand? And I think those people in the Bible, they were, they were divorcing for the wrong things. They were using flimsy excuses. But if, if your reason for divorce is because you have chosen the wrong person, it's not because the body of the woman is weaker. It's not because of, of something. You understand? Maybe it's, it's death, um, life-threatening. Maybe it's life-threatening. You know that if you don't leave this marriage, ah, your enemy might die soon. You understand? So you you can you can leave that marriage. You can leave that marriage. All I'm trying to say there is that there are some people that God didn't join together. You see that passage of the Bible that I read. It said you were joined together with a covenant. You understand? All I'm just trying to say there is that if your marriage is not fulfilling God's purpose, you are not on divine assignment together. It's always um. You know, many of you men, even toxic women, you call it love nowadays. So if you are the type that you are just doing toxicity in your marriage, you are just there to be calling demons on yourself, you tattoo each other together, and you, you, uh, for every tattoo that you put on your body, a demon is entering inside you. Let me just tell you that one point black like this. You understand? All those your demonic care of, of dreadlocks that you are doing on your head. Is one demon that is entering inside you that is making you to do that rubbish. Whenever you put earrings in your ears and in your nose, you are adding one demon to yourself also. To you, you think you are doing fashion, but it's demonic. There are some things that, that, are, that are demonic, you understand. So may God help us. So if you are the that those are the things you are doing together in your marriage, you will hurt, you will hurt yourself. You will enjoy yourself. You will hurt one another. So what I'm just trying to say is that if your purpose is not... God's purpose for marriage, and then you feel like you can't do this anymore. I want to, I want to have a godly marriage. I want to have a fulfilled marriage, and this person is not going to give it to me. You can divorce, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not the one that will tell you to remarry now. But I'm just saying it that for people that have made mistakes, maybe they saw that oh my friends are getting married, my friends are getting married. Let me, and this thing is going to us the children. The children are not going to be. I'm not going to be taught the will of the Lord in that marriage. You understand? If the if you continue in that marriage, these children will be more corrupted than if you are single taking care of these children alone. You understand? So that's that you can divorce. This thing I'm saying right now, I don't have any condemnation on my heart for saying it. Because that's the real truth of the word of God. I have to say this so that people will not say, eh, and they, they said that there's no divorce. That the woman is dying, dear. She's she's dying, and she said there's no divorce. There was a story of a woman like that, because she has gotten married to the man. The man kept on bringing women to the house, bringing children outside and from outside, and, and until she died, though, until she died before she she realized that she should have divorced a long time ago. You understand. So there are some marriages like that. It's not God's will that you should kill yourself inside marriage. You understand? It's not the will of God. 
God didn't intend it like that. Your purpose of coming to this earth is even to fulfill God's divine assignment for you. So, your marriage comes second. You get. Your marriage comes second. And that marriage that God asks for you, it will fulfill that purpose for you. It will make you be able to do greater than if you have been doing it alone. You see me sometimes now. Sometimes I, I do graphic design by myself. I do YouTube. I do editing. I do all these things all by myself. Even website and stuff like that. I do them all by myself. Now imagine I have a partner. That means somebody will be doing some of these things for me. Will be helping me to do some of these things. And some of the things that he has been doing before too. I'll be able to do it for him. You understand? We are both doing things together. And it will be it will go faster. Sometimes I, I have a lot of energy that I do so much into the night. You understand? Now imagine another person is also doing that so much into the night for me. Imagine the greatness you'll be able to do. And God even laid a blessing on it, a, a prayer on it that see, by the time that person is helping you, instead of it to be draw, draw, like your energy, how much you can achieve with that hours, and that's adding the two of them together, instead of it to be 2,000, it's going to be 10,000. So that's God's blessing. It means miraculously, in a mighty way, it will do greater in 10 times fold, you understand. It means if, if I put energy of 2 hours and my husband put energy of 2 hours in in a project, instead of it to be value of what 4 hours we do, it's going to be a value of what uh, 2 times 2 times 4, I mean 2 times 5, 2 times 10. It's going to be a value of what 20 hours we do. So I use in the blessing of God. It's 10 times now. So it's going to be like we, are, we have achieved something that we would have done in 20 hours. That's God's purpose. That's God's purpose. And that's why we are going to end it for today. So please go back to your, to your table, to your drawing board, and check yourself. Am I going into marriage for God's purpose? So that you don't go into marriage and then regret it and then say, I want to come out. God didn't even want you to be coming out of the marriage, but I'm just, I just have to add that so that you don't just stay there and be and be wasting your life away. You understand? Let your divine assignment always be the first thing on your mind and get married to somebody who fulfills this divine assignment with you. So may God help us. So that is the purpose of marriage. And God teach us. God lead us. So stop getting children outside of this of wedlock to put them in problems and when you get your children in in a in a god's approved wedlock make sure that at the same time you are not you are not causing pain on these children may god help us let's pray father we thank you for today's bible passage uh today's discussion please accept our praises and thanks in jesus name father please put your words in our hearts we have spoken your words and we know that you are the one that has guided us father lord please come and lead us father please come and teach us help us to put these words on our hearts in our choosing so that we choose right we don't choose the marriage that will lead us into divorce again or the marriage that will make the children to be broken father please help us father guide us in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen thank you um we have other things to do later. I mean, we will still come back for today's podcast by God's grace. 
but I have so much to do before that. So thank you. I appreciate you for joining me. Uh, bye. See you later. Bye.